Hello and welcome to Combos with Chloe. Today we're going to talk about nine ways you can know that he is the one. I know this question comes up a lot when you are dating because you want to make sure you end up with the guy that God has called you to be with and you don't want to make the mistake. I've been there and questioned those same things with dating and I hope this Combos with Chloe will give you some clarity on that. So be back in just a second. All right, so I'm hoping that this combos with Chloe opens your eyes to maybe the person that you're dating or maybe even potential people that you've dated in the past or now or possibly contemplating dating for a possible potential mate. I understand totally um, that questioning and wondering and you know, maybe sometimes even that anxiety uh, to know if like if this is the guy for me. Um, when I was dating before I met my husband, even when I met my husband, I just constantly question that because I've been through so many things in my own relationships in the past. And you just don't want to make that mistake because, I mean, this is somebody that you possibly could get into a marriage with one day and that's forever. And you want to ensure that this person is who God has called you to be with. This is a good person that can help you grow and be the man of God that God has called a man to be in your life. Um, and somebody that can really compliment you. But we constantly hear all these philosophies and steps and what works well and what doesn't work well when it comes to dating and whether or not if we really should look at certain things or let some things go. And so I wanted um, in this segment to kind of go over some things that I learned um, when it came to my husband and how I knew he was the one for me based off of these steps that I'm going to give you. And I'm hoping that this helps you with it. Um, I will kind of intertwine my story with my husband at the same time. Is giving you some tips on how to know if a guy is for you. So hope you're ready. It's nine of them. I know that's a lot <laughs> with it, but it'll be pretty short on each one. So the first thing I would definitely say is that for me, to, for you to even know, and for me to have known that my husband was the one is that you have to heal first. That's number one. If you have not let go of past relationships, situations you've gone through, toxic relationships, things that have hurt you of your past, it would be really hard for you to recognize if a guy is for you because that pain, that hurt is going to blind you a little bit because it's going to be a distraction to what's actually in front of you. So what this looks like, for example, I mean, let's say if the last person you were with cheated on you profusely, I mean, just... Every time you forgave him, then he did it again. And so you leave that relationship and then you jump right back into a new relationship with a new guy. It's going to be really hard to recognize he's the one because you're still dealing with that pain. And when you're dealing with pain, it's hard to recognize anything really good going on. And or even if you are recognizing the good, as soon as anything comes up that makes you think of that past relationship, it's going to cause some issues. I actually experienced this with my husband um, when I met him. I still didn't realize at the time that I was dealing with some things from a past relationship and I've been cheated on a lot before in a past relationship and those issues were coming up with us. So even though he was a good man and he was faithful and loyal, I still was dealing with that. Um, I also hadn't healed from a previous relationship with a guy um, as well. And I just think I think I didn't notice at the moment that I was comparing him to him. And so sometimes, too, what we'll do if we haven't healed or totally let go of a relationship 
we'll try to compare them. So you need to make sure that you really healed um, from that past relationship, that you're ready to move on to the next one. Don't get me wrong. Now, sometimes God will use somebody new in your life to help you in the healing process. Um, but you want to make sure that you kind of stay friends at first um, as God continues to heal you. Okay. Number two, um, it takes time. Um, that would definitely be the number two thing. You need to give this relationship time. When people say like, oh, I met my spouse or I met this guy and I knew immediately he was the one or I knew immediately in the first week he was my soulmate. Now, don't get me wrong. It is some people who get married within six weeks and they are still together today. Um, but just know that that's definitely one of those things that kind of sometimes happens. The best thing for you to do is you really need to take time with this guy. Don't rush it. I've experienced rushing with guys does not work out well, cause usually more issues um, than helping the relationship. But you need to go through some stuff with this guy, date him for a little bit, go on some dates, go through some trying times in your life and see how he responds. Um, see how is he there for you. But you need to see him in different seasons, different situations. When he gets a new job, what is he like? When he doesn't have a job, what is he like? And when he gets frustrated, see when he, how he acts when his family gets upset about things. But it's going to be hard to tell if this is the right guy for you if you don't give it time. Um, the, and the third thing with the time thing is being prayerful. Um, and I'm pretty sure you've heard this before, but when I say being prayerful, I mean really praying about it to God, asking him to open your eyes so it's in front of you, and also intertwining that timing part for God to show you. So when I was dating my husband, I was super nervous because I had been unmarried before and I was just stressed and worried. I was going to make the another mistake, <laughs> basically. And I remember praying to God about if Easy was the one for me. And right when I was praying to God about it a couple of days, uh, my parents actually messaged me out of nowhere. You know, they had met my spouse maybe a couple of weeks before that. And were like, we think that Izzy is great for you. We think that he's really could be a good potential spouse for you. And that was all I needed. I didn't ask them that question. It kind of came out of nowhere. And they helped confirm for me, like, okay, maybe this is the right guy for me. However, um, even in the midst of that, don't get me wrong, um, even when you start realizing the person is the one and prayer is involved, the number four thing I would say uh, to make sure that you want to make sure this person is the one is to realize that you're going to have issues and troubles and pains and don't allow that to make you think that's not the one. So I would definitely say maybe for number four is don't expect perfection in that person nor the relationship. You all are going to have issues. You're going to have problems sometimes, but in the intertwining of that happening, see how he responds to it and how you all respond to it. There is no perfect relationship. There is no perfect marriage. And you're bringing two imperfect people together, which just makes one imperfect whole oneness. So you're going to go through some stuff. So don't assume that if you all argue that that's not the one or assume that when you all have issues when it comes to trust or whatever it may be, that it's not to want the one. Once again, give it time and be patient with that person. The number five thing um, that I would say as well is that realize that most likely this person will be everything you are not. So what this looks like, you do need to have like the same values, like goals in life. And of course, your faith. Uh, one thing, uh, one of these really prominent uh, marriage, I guess you could say marriage conference speakers, Jimmy Evans, he always says that if you're in a relationship with somebody and you all are just like each other, somebody is not needed. I mean, so God usually brings together two opposite people. And I noticed with my spouse, the reason for that is because God uses marriage and relationships to make us more like Christ. Because when you marry this person, 
you're going to become one with them. Well, if we're the same person, we're not going to really grow. We're not going to really be a oneness there because we're the same person. So one thing that I noticed was that in Galatians, I believe it's Galatians 5, and it talks about how it's the fruits of the spirit. And as far as like the things we need to have in our lives when it comes to our spirit and patience and love and um, being selfless and things of that nature. And I noticed that everything that I was not, my husband was and vice versa. And it really showed me like, oh, Izzy's really good at discipline. I'm not (laughs) with it. I'm really good with patience. Maybe my husband is it. And so you'll notice that the person that you're with, you are opposite, which naturally will maybe cause a little frustration sometimes. Anytime you're bringing two people together, you can need some frustrations there. Totally normal though. Um, you need to trust that God is using that to help you grow. Uh, he knows that when he brings somebody in your life that you fall in love with and it's the opposite of you, it does put a mirror in your face. So don't necessarily look at these things like what eHarmony says and other uh, relationship advice people when they try to connect you with somebody who's the same as you, similarities there. The similarities really you only need is the values when it comes to your guide goals um, and you want to make sure that you have the same moral values. But you may be opposite. You're probably going to be extrovert and that person's going to be introvert. Um, that person may be really disciplined in some areas and then you're not great when it comes to money, but they are. That's why God brought you together um, because to help you become better, okay? Number six is that um, you realize that this person loves you differently. Most likely they love you more of the way that God has intended a spouse to love. Um, Because when a man and a woman come together, they bring different types of love and relationship. So the woman usually is there to love and nurture and care for the spouse and the children they may have in the future. The husband is going to love, though, more so out of protecting you, um, sacrificing for you. God talks about in the Bible as well, about him laying down his life basically for his family. This man, he's not going to just be around and just be puppy love. You know, I think I definitely mistaken a lot of or mistook a lot of relationships thinking it was love and it was just puppy love. We just kind of just around each other and um, they made me feel good and spoiled me. But when situations came up where I needed them, where I needed provision, protection, guidance, leadership, that wasn't there. And the man God has for you, he's going to come into your life to help lead you and your family. He's going to want to protect you when he knows that you're um, in any type of harm's way. He's definitely want to go. He's going to want to provide for you um, because he wants to make sure that you're okay. A man that really loves you, he's going to want to provide for you. He's want to make sure that you're safe um, with that as well. Okay. The number seven thing I would say is that my spouse supported me. So I would date guys and they knew about my ministry and they knew about things maybe with my job um, and they would possibly give me advice or maybe rooting me on. But my spouse was really the first person that came in and came in with ideas. He actually invested his time and finances and resources to support the things that I was doing. And you want to ensure that this person is not just kind of on the outside as a cheerleader. No, they're there with you as a partner. When you're talking about that you want to go to school and get your master's degree, they're looking up stuff with you. Or maybe they're just like, hey, I found this loan that could possibly help you with it or this scholarship. They're like in the trenches with you, supporting you. God wants that for you. Um, The thing about relationships, and I would definitely say maybe this is the number eight thing, is that you need to see, does this relationship draw me closer to God and draw me closer to being the person that God has called me to be. Does this relationship help you become better as a person in Christ? 
Do you feel like you're closer to God? Are y'all able to pray together? Are you all able to um, grow in the word together? Whatever it may be, because God doesn't want us to be in relationships that draw us away from him. He wanted to be where they draw us near to him. If that's not occurring in the relationship, there's definitely something that you want to question and possibly see. Now, I would say possibly the main thing, the number nine thing that will help you with all of the things I just said is that realize that you all are going to grow together. One thing I noticed, um, even when I was dating, I've noticed even with some of my single friends is that they have in their mind what they want a guy. And they expect that when they meet this guy, he's going to be all of those things. And he's going to basically almost be perfect. Basically, he's going to have these great values and morals. And he's going to just be just the most amazing thing ever when it comes to God and know all the scriptures. And he's going to have a great job and he's just going to be mature. I mean, they just expect him to be just on it. And you need to realize that you are going to grow with whoever God has for you. Now, that doesn't mean that you meet a guy and he lives at home with his mom. He doesn't have a job. He doesn't know who he wants to be. He's not a Christian. And you see he has issues. No, I'm not saying that. Don't jump into something like that because relationships are supposed to help you become better, that it shouldn't be causing hindrance. However, what I am saying is that be a little open to ask God, Lord, I see that this man is a good man. I see that he loves me and cares for me. And maybe he just has like... A couple of little things, maybe one little thing that he needs to grow on and be open to see what God says about that. I was actually reading a devotional where this lady was talking about her and her spouse when they met each other. They both were in a massive amount of debt. And he was really honest that he was not going to be able to really provide for her like that or be able to buy her flowers and all these things. But God brought them together to help each other learn how to grow and um, be better with money and budgeting and debt. And they grew together. They got married later. Um, And I know for me, if I was dating, if I met a man like that, I probably would have brushed him off automatically (laughs) because I would just, well, I don't even like, oh, he doesn't have any money. Bye. Okay. And I think we all do that. Do not be so quick to brush a guy off. Ask yourself, God, and ask yourself, excuse me, and God, Lord, do I supposed to grow with this person? Me and my spouse grew with each other. It were things about my spouse that he needed to grow in when it came to possibly his faith or his patience. It was thing in me with my faith when it came to my patience and discipline. And we grew together, but it helped us grow better in Christ and it helped us grow together as a couple. So I hope these nine things helped you. I would do like a wrap up of all nine of them, but I feel like that'll be really long <laughs> with it. Uh, but I can try for you. Uh, but just make sure that um that you make sure that he's supportive of you does he make you better does he love you differently is he opposite of you as far as um being everything you are not making sure that you give yourself time to grow together make sure to give time to see if that's the one pray, being prayerful ensuring to always heal first and also ensuring that there is something that you prayed for and that you feel like God is, is helping you become better and closer to God I hope these things help you. As always, you can go to my site at chloemgooden.com. I have a plethora of other blogs and resources and books. I would suggest Single to Married and Single to Married Devotional if you want a little bit more insight, um, information, and tips in your dating life. Super suggest that book. But I hope you have a great day. Until next time, God bless.